Okay, so this episode is going to be about the books that I read for spooky season. So the books that I'm hoping to read are Wuthering Heights, which I just finished, uh, Frankenstein, uh, Dracula, Haunting of Hill House, and uh, Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. And uh, so I just finished Wuthering Heights. And I liked it. I think I'd give it a four out of five stars. I think I think I could say that I loved it, but there were some things that I did not enjoy. And so, what it's about. I went into this thinking it was going to be a romance. And I know other people think that. And I know that... Okay, so I heard that I shouldn't go into this thinking it was a romance. And that it was just, like, gothic fiction with maybe elements of romance but I still thought it was gonna be like a pretty straightforward you know romance with like a guy and a girl in the 1800s and oh my god was I wrong there was okay there was uh I was because okay so I understand now why it was on like spooky readings lists because okay near the beginning there is like a like dream sequence and oh my god was it it was scary it was so scary that I had to stop reading it because I was reading it at night and I got scared I was like I can't do this so I had to put it down so but that's that's mostly the the scariest it gets at the very beginning and then there's like elements of ghosts and spookiness throughout the book but it's pretty like subtle well near the end it's not very subtle but yeah anyway um I liked it okay but the only thing that I have to say about it is that it, oh my god, where the characters, I gotta, the, the characters, they're, they're so, they're so unlikable, the characters, and I know it's on purpose, the, the okay, I, in the most generous of terms, there's maybe two and a half people that are, like, sane and not completely selfish, and I, each time that I'm like, oh my god, you're such an asshole, you're such a little fucking bitch, I'm always like, okay, but you have reason to be, you're also the victim, and, and the, but then I'm like, okay, but who's to blame, I want somebody to blame for all these, like, unlikable characters, and I finally came to the conclusion that I'm blaming the patriarchy, because that's, because, okay, because it starts from one person just, uh, who just, neglected his responsibility and then that just kind of trickled down until everybody for like 50 like 50 years combining three different generations were just such assholes I don't know I don't I can't oh my god oh my god it was just so annoying to read about some of these people because they were so like vindictive and petty and selfish and Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> it was fun to read. The while the characters were very um unlikable at times, they were I still enjoyed reading about them most of the time. So, uh yeah. Um anyway, I don't know if you care, but I'll tell you like the kind of I'll tell you like a summary. I won't spoil anything. But so this guy comes into town and he stays at a house and that is owned by another person who owns Wuthering Heights, which is the estate. That's why it's called Wuthering Heights. It's, the, like, the main house, kind of. And so, anyway, he comes into town, and he's like, I'm gonna learn more about my neighbor and who owns 
the estate and stuff. And so he comes in and basically it's just a story of him learning about the history of like the generations past who lived and like the drama between them. And, um, it does get tiring sometimes to just like, at one point it gets you, it's basically a story within a story within a story within a story, which does get a bit, um, tiresome and kind of absurd, but yeah, it, it, I, Ryan said that it was boring, and I can see how it could be boring. I did get bored in the last hundred pages when I was like, okay, please wrap it up. I want to get back to the present and not just hear a story within a story within a story, but I did enjoy it. I read it pretty quickly. I read it in, like, five days, and it's, like, it's not too long, like, 300 pages. I would, I, like, compared to, like, today's standards, I would say that you could probably take out 50 pages, and it in the pacing be better but i yeah i liked it i'd give it a four out of five stars so uh yeah fuck the patriarchy okay so i just finished dracula um it is the 23rd and i think this took me like five days to read and um I'd give it a 3 out of 5 stars. I think I gave Wuthering Heights 3 out of 5 stars as well. But I like now thinking back, I think I'd give it a 3.5. Yeah, but on Goodreads, you can't give half stars, I think. But I would if I could. So anyway, Dracula. Okay, so everybody knows the story of Dracula. And it has been like adapted a lot. So people don't really know like the book that much. But everybody knows, like, the idea. But, so, what I would say is that it is kind of... Clay said it was boring. And at first I was like, okay, um, it is kind of slow. And then I realized, oh, it gets really boring near the end. So, it, I really like it in the beginning. And then, because he's in Dracula's castle, and he, like, slowly understands, like, oh, I'm actually a prisoner, not a guest. And the vibes in Dracula's castle are just oh so spooky and oh so, like, gothic. It's really fun. But then we get into, like, some slower parts, and then it just gets really repetitive. Like, okay, the pacing in this book, I know that, like, older books, pacing isn't, like, as quick as it is now, but it, it got really repetitive, like, some things, like, they just kept saying over and over again, it just didn't need to be said that many times, and, um, I think you really, it was 400 pages, and I think you could take off a whole hundred pages, if you, like, just condense some things, so, um, I really, I re- my, so, like I said, my favorite part was when he was in the castle, Um, and then I hope that they, I didn't think they would, but I hope they would go back to the castle at the very end to, you know, defeat Dracula. And they like, it was maybe a page, like they could do go back and it was maybe a page and that was it. And I thought that was really upsetting because like the falling action or like after the climax, it's so slow, like the falling action is so slow. It's maybe a hundred pages, maybe more. It'd be like in, okay, let me give you an example. If in the very first Avengers movie, they like halfway through, they figure out Loki's plan 
and then they take another thirty minutes to travel to New York, and then another fifteen minutes to like figure out a plan, and then the last minute they defeat them. It'd be like that, like just not very satisfying, you know. And so that is a complaint. But I do have to say that like the vibes of Dracula and like the language that he uses is very pretty and nice and descriptive. But the, I do have to mention it is kind of sexist, you know. Like I feel like you know all most classic books are that, and so. Um, and there, you know, he is from Transylvania, so it does have, like, a vein of, like, um, prejudice towards foreign people, (laughs) and, um, but I don't really know, because, like, I'm not really sure about the sexist part. It is obviously sexist, but I think he was trying to do something, because, there is a character, her name is Mina, and she is, like, a fully fleshed out character, and I think that was rare for some books back then, for a lot of books back then, for there to be a fully fleshed out, like, um, woman who has her own, like, motivations and, like, goals and character, except for being just, like, a lady, and that is, like, a large part of her character, just being a woman, but she is given, like, motivations and, like, her own character traits, except, like, almost always when she is mentioned, she's always mentioned as lovely, and it is mentioned once, like, oh, she has a man's brain, like, that's why she's so smart, which is 100% problematic. But, you know, it was, like, 1890, and, yeah, but she was, I liked her, so good for him, but, you know, just should be mentioned. So, yeah, I don't think I'm gonna get to Haunting of Hill House, one, because I don't have time, and two, because the library hasn't, like, made it available, because somebody hasn't turned in the book. So, um, yeah, but I would think I will be able to get to Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, since it is a very short story. So, uh, yeah, three out, of, three, out of three out of five stars. Cool. Okay, so it's only like an hour later since I finished Dracula, and I started Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, and I knew it was short, but damn, it only took me an hour to read. So, it, um, yeah, it's basically a short story, and I thought that it was gonna be a mystery, but then I solved the mystery, like, not even halfway through, and I was like, what's gonna, damn, what's gonna be the rest? And then I was like, oh, the mystery is just half of it, the rest is kind of like an exploration of like character and like morals so the main two themes is like one don't do drugs kids and two like there are two sides of yourself the good side and the bad side don't let you know the bad side go crazy so yeah and oh also there was like a pun near the beginning and it wasn't a good pun by any means but it did make me laugh so it says if he is mr hyde then i will be mr seek and I laughed at that out loud. So, yeah. And then, um, so it doesn't even go that in depth on, like, 
your bad side. Like, I thought this was going to be much more, ooh, spooky, but it really wasn't. Like, I think a 12-year-old, even like a 10-year-old could read this and be like, okay, cool, let's go to bed, you know? Because the language is simple, and it really doesn't, it's not that, like, scary. Um, see, okay, so, like, there's the bad side of you that wants to go out at night and do, like, crazy things, but it doesn't even go that in-depth on, like, what that crazy thing is. Like, I, like, it does not explain what that means. It just says that, um, uh, what does it say? I have to find the quote. Um, it says, okay, it says, as to what things Hyde did, I won't write them down. To say they were evil is enough. So, yeah. At first I thought it was, okay, I guess you were partying and drinking? Because you didn't make it seem that bad. And then they did make it seem bad. And I was like, okay, so maybe like prostitution? Like you weren't a prostitute, but you did buy like hookers. And I was like, okay, I guess, okay. Um, alright, that's not terrible, but alright. Um, so yeah, it's just about like not letting your bad side take over like still trying to fight it because if you do it will kill you (laughs) so that was the moral that yeah yeah so um i give it like a 3.5 out of five stars like it was really short and enjoyable but i think it's also pretty forgettable so i recommend it it was easy to read yeah I'd like to make a note that, um, the version that I read was fucking abridged, and I really, 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 really hate that. Do you know why? Because it didn't say that on the cover. It does not say that on the cover a single time. It only says that on the inside cover, which everyone skips. So, um, yeah, I just looked at, like, a copy online, a free copy online, and, oh my god, is it so much like more complex and it has such larger words and not that I'm saying like I need larger words or anything but like I thought this story was like really simple and now that I see oh no I was just a dumbass and it's actually the abridged version like a little child so yeah I'm and now it's not like I'm gonna reread it like the unabridged version but I do feel cheated so um yeah let's just forget about this and move on Okay, um, well, I've just finished Frankenstein, and now we're done! The Halloween reads are done! So I just came home from work, and I worked for, like, an hour longer than I was supposed to. And I also went to school today, so, um, I'm kind of tired, so sorry if I'm a bit scattered, or more scattered than usual. So, um, yeah, let's go over Frankenstein first. Okay, so, first of all... Um, I laughed at it. Um, I don't think it was on purpose. Actually, I'm pretty sure it wasn't on purpose, but I laughed a few times while reading this. Because, one, it's nothing like, well, I mean, like, it. okay, it's not, pop culture has definitely taken Frankenstein, taken liberties with Frankenstein. Um, which, it didn't do so much for Dracula. Like, our modern, like, interpretations of Dracula are pretty close to what the book was, but in this one... For Frankenstein, not not as much. So, first of all, Frankenstein, um, the monster, uh, 
he he's not even described as like having screws or like stitches in his like in his body like the only thing that they go in depth about is that one his skin is just not good like it's it's he does not moisturize or anything and two uh he's really large and three he's just ugly like they don't like she obviously goes a bit more in depth than ugly but they don't she doesn't get into the minutia which is very interesting like who who thought of the screws cuz that's creative so um another thing is that um a lot of interpretations uh they have frankenstein as being kind of simple like he can maybe say a few words but that's it but in this one oh my god is he eloquent let me just okay so here's another time that i here's one of the times that i laughed um so the main character frankenstein the the scientist he's just kind of hiking you know he got tired of being around people so he was like let's go climb a mountain and then so he's on the mountain and he's chilling and then he sees something in the distance and he sees the monster which is just i don't know why the monsters we don't we don't we don't know why the monster is there until like maybe 50 chapters later and we just see it running towards him like from miles away and we just kind of wait until he comes he's sprinting and we just and we watch him we watch him and we just gotta wait and we don't know why he's there but yeah and another time is uh, that I laughed is, uh, when, right, right when he is, right when Frankenstein's monster is born, let's say, he sees it, and he's like, oh, shit, like, he's like, oh, damn, he's ugly, what the hell did I just do, and so, he, uh, Frankenstein's, the monster opens his eyes, and instantly, Frank, Frankenstein's like, damn, and then he just goes to sleep, like, he leaves the room, he leaves the monster in the room, and he goes to sleep. Like, he was like, I can't deal with this. Let's go to sleep. And then, I don't know what he was expecting. Like, I seriously laughed out loud. Like, what were you expecting? And he woke up and he was like, oh, shit. I just made a monster. And then he did, he doesn't even know where it is. Like, he goes downstairs. And it's not like he was expecting it to still be there. He was like, oh, it might be there. And, like, what did, what did you think was going to happen? So, that's another time that I was like, what the fuck were you thinking? So anyway, um, yeah, uh, the monster is very eloquent. Let me read you what the, our first introduction to him. When he was running on the mountain towards Frankenstein, I was like, you're gonna like, what are you gonna say? Like, are you gonna be like, oh, father, and you know, leave it at that? No, he comes in. These are the first words that he says. Be calm, I entreat you to hear me. Before you give vent to your hatred on my devoted head, have I not suffered enough that you seek to increase my misery? Life, although it may only be an accumulation of anguish, is dear to me, and I will defend it. Jesus Christ. Um, that's, that's the most, that's, look at those words. Like, uh, I was not expecting that. I laughed at that. So, uh, but yeah, um, four out of ten. I mean, four out of five, four out of five. I enjoyed it. Um, Dracula and Wuthering Heights, there were some, like, there was some respite and, like, all the depressing things, but Frankenstein, not so much. Like, there's always a sense of foreboding. Like, it's similar. Okay, so Frankenstein, Dracula, and Wuthering Heights, there's kind of a sense of foreboding, and I think it's the most in Frankenstein. And, um, yeah, but like Wuthering Heights, 
my god, did it get absurd. Because, let me say, I'm not joking here, but at one time, it was a story within 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 a story. I'm not joking here. It got absurd. Like, I was reading, and then I just had to stop and be like, where am I? Like, how deep am I in the story? And, uh, so, but yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I, it was like, it was interesting because it kind of explored, like, what makes a man a man, you know? Like, because, like, he refers to the monster as demon, but then he also refers to humans as creatures. And, like, so that's kind of interesting. Or not he, it was she. Excuse me, she. Mary Shelley wrote this. And then, uh, yeah, it was a quick read. I don't, what day is it? It's the day before Halloween, and I started this, what, like, Monday and it's Friday now? Something like that. It was just 200 pages. I think it was the shortest one that I read. Um, but, yeah. Um, so, let's talk about them in general. Like, all of them. Um, these were all kind of, like, gothic reads, I think. Yeah, gothic fictions. Fiction. And, um, now, let's, first of all, I think that people were depressed during this time. Because, wow, wow 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 they talk about suicide in all three books like they mention it like several times uh yeah and it especially in frankenstein so if that if you're not into that don't read these books because it, it, they bring it up quite a bit and uh oh so weathering heights and frankenstein have a few similarities one like i already said they have a story within the story so it's like inception and number two um people marry their cousins uh so that's um incest and three i'd say that the heart okay so i think so let's rank them okay let's rank them in a few categories one let's do um readability so i think dracula is easiest to read though it's the longest it'll take you long but i think it's the easiest to read then frankenstein then wuthering heights and i think it also reflects when it was written um dracula was released latest and weathering heights the earliest so maybe that's why and then next spookiness um this was kind of hard i think dracula is the spookiest but while frankenstein has a i um it's hard with frankenstein weathering heights because frankenstein it does get it is steadily spooky like constant but in Wuthering Heights, I feel like there are more spooky parts. There's a there's a spooky, spooky part in Wuthering Heights. But then it doesn't really get any spooky except for at the very end where it's slightly spooky. I'm saying spooky a lot. So, I mean, what do you, whatever you want. Do you want it to be steadily spooky or like more like a up and down kind of thing? So, I don't know. And then uh, the how good it was so i can't okay so i have this thing where like i feel nostalgia about a book like i cannot enjoy the book very much but then after i like wait a second i can be like oh that was a good book you know and i can't tell if that was just nostalgia or me just like really thinking about the book so um i think that okay so i said that i give wuthering heights a 3.5 and I think I've also said that I'd give it, I would give it a four. And I don't know. I think 
if I think about how there's a difference between how much I like it and how much I think how like how good it is and I think this is just hard so I'm just gonna go how much I like it not how much I think they're objectively good so one Wuthering Heights then Dracula then Frankenstein but really really honestly they're all so close together that you know just read whichever one you like because I, I I'd recommend any of them um so yeah um that's all I have to say happy Halloween